Thanks for tuning in to today's Horsewoman podcast. Our show explores women in the horse industry as they share their dreams, challenges, successes. What drives these women? Well, let's find out. Hi, this is Rose Cushing, and I'm the host of today's Horsewoman podcast. I'm very excited. Today, our guest is Amanda Miller, and Amanda has a farm, Miller Eventing, in Clayton, North Carolina, and eventing has, is a sport that has always captivated me. So, Amanda, tell us a little bit, first of all, about you. Well, hey there. Thank you for having me on today. Um, quite a pr- privilege, actually. <laughs> um, but I am here located in Clayton, North Carolina. Um, it's kind of funny how I ended up here, actually. I'm, um, I, my father was in the military, so I moved around a little bit. Uh, I was born in California, uh, then ended up in eastern North Carolina. Uh, started taking lessons in Newport, Little shout out to Havelock, North Carolina. Right. I started like taking lessons at Ziegler Stables, if anyone's familiar with that. Yeah. Uh, when I was six or seven years old. Um, and I just, you know, took my little basic walk trot lessons. And there was a lady there named Trish Murphy. Uh, she was, she was the one that was eventing, doing dressage. And I got the courage to go up to her and ask for corsage lessons. And she looked at me cross-eyed and said, I know nothing about flowers. And I thought that's what she said. Right, right. <laughs> so I was like, she looked at me and I was like, ah. And then she realized I meant dressage. <laughs> so it's been a funny joke all these years. But when she understood I meant dressage, then there we went. She, she full force started helping me with dressage and eventing and get going. And we got my first tours. And, you know, and she, she supported me in every way. Um, but when she taught me all she could do, she ended up taking me to Southern Pines, uh, to Nancy Lindros. And I was a working student for Nancy Lindros. And I, you know, did everything working students did, worked hard in the barn, but absorbing everything I could as a working student. I worked really hard. Um, but, you know, at the time you don't realize it, but you're, you're creating all these relationships with people, um, and networking and learning and, you know, if I can say anything to anybody right now, I, I realize that might be something that people think is non-existent anymore. Um, but it is definitely a huge part of wanting to learn and absorb things. Um, there's no better way than learning from other people. Um, and I'm not talking about monetarily, like just, just, just jump in, just learn. Yeah. Um, you know, and I just, I, and I say every aspect of your, little, of your life, you cannot stop learning. Um, but I was lucky enough to, to, again, just to learn so much, get going. Um, and through, with Nancy, you know, I rode through the one-star level, um, you know, and just, you know, got to get through horses, you know, through college um, and stuff like that. And through college, I went to NC State, wound up here in Clayton, liked it so much, I ended up staying started my own business, you know, teaching lessons, um, training courses, never in my wildest dreams thought my dream would come true of getting to do that. Um, but I just took a chance, you know, I just, I always said I'd rather try, um, and fail than never try at all. So that was always my thing. And, and I'm still doing it, which is just crazy to think about. Um, but, and again, if that's any advice to somebody, like if anything that you ever want to try to do, 
just do it, you know, but work, you got to work hard. You got to, you know, it's not going to get given to you. You got to work hard and, you know, ask the right questions, you know, um, you know, seek help, you know, just, just be an open, open thing. Don't think you know everything, you know, and, and just, you know, it, it can, it can happen. So I know that was a lot right there. No, <laughs> no, that, into this. No, <laughs> you know, you but. can't, you can't talk about how important networking is enough because, you know, the, the things that people tell you and, and not even just telling you, but finding successful people in an arena that you want to be in and getting to know them and, and, you know, watching what they do and listening to what they say and how they act is only going to give you a smoother roadmap to get where you want to go. And people are open. They're, Absolutely. You know, they'll help you. They'll tell you this is a very generous business in that respect. You know, if, people that have been doing stuff a long time are always open and willing to help. You know, and honestly, what you just said, though, but you when you do that and you keep your eyes open, you learn the things that you the things that you want, the person you want to be and the person you don't want to be. Absolutely. Um, you know, and absorbing all of that, you know, because there's things that, you know, I take some and I leave some, right. you know, of things that that's, that's the person I want to be. And that's what things I want to do. And the things that, you know, I'm just going to leave that right there, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and the same with that is in teaching, you know, I would watch people teach and like, well, I don't, I don't think I want to absorb that, you know, right. um, but that's the same as being a student. And, you know, I mean, and I, I still take lessons all the time, you know, and, and the things that I, you know, I want to be a good student, you know, because I want to be, you know, I'm not saying this is the way that something is always going to be done. You're still an open book. I can still learn, right. you know, right. And then, you know, and that's the thing is that I, I'm, you know, for my students to be the same way, we can always still learn things. So that's a big part, I think, of us to keep going forward, especially if, you know, our industry, our world and everything we do, like we, we still absorb, we still keep going. But in the sense of that, me wanting to do that, to be in this, this sport, eventing, dressage, you know, um, how do I keep going? Like, I want to do this, but keep pursuing something more. So I always said, how can I do more in what I do? So I always looked for ways of that. Right. So right. when I, when I wanted to teach lessons and when I was younger, I looked around and, and the, you know, the USDA, the United States Eventing Association just started an instructor certification program. And I was in my early twenties and it was very new. And I was actually like, I think the youngest certified it at the time um, to get my instructor certification. And this is, I don't even want to quote. It was like probably almost 20 years ago. Right. <laughs> um, but I, I did the, the training program and I went and took my final, I, I think it might've been my first plane ride um, by myself. Um, I went up to Chicago um, because I wanted to prove to people, like if they came to take a lesson from me, that I put myself on a stage to say, you know what, I went and took this because I didn't want to just tell you, like, you know, yeah, I can teach you a lesson. No, I went on, I went and took this final and did this training because I want, I wanted to tell you, like, have something to say that I, I, I did this, 
you know, I can teach, I, I, I did this training. I can teach you. I can try, <laughs> you know, um, because who, who's going to pick me out of anybody else? Right. You know, right. I wanted to do a certification. So, um, and I doing my research of that. This is, this is a place I wanted to go. Um, for anyone looking to do that, it wasn't easy. Right. <laughs> you know, again, something that you thought you knew how to do. Well, here you are in a group of 10 people. You went out in the middle of the field and you had to teach someone you never knew in front of people that have been teaching forever and ever and act like you knew you knew something. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough it was very It was very intimidating. <laughs> but you know how amazing that was in the end? You know, because you came away with so much more knowledge and you were learning from everyone else. Right. Um, again, we talk about that open page and learning from other people about expanding yourself, you know, and, and learning more. And then going to take a final, you know, I'm like, oh my God, we're back in school again. Right. I'm studying for something that I feel like was actually super important to me. Now, granted, going to college, okay, was important, but not really high on my list. Yeah, sure. <laughs> high on my list was, was horses, eventing, you know, like that was high on my list. Right. You know, this is what I considered my life. So this is high on my list. And, you know, just I, I felt like when I boarded that plane, I was being judged or, you know, tested on everything I've ever known in my life. Well, in <laughs> so a way, you were. It was a big, <laughs> and in a way, I was. So it was a big deal, you know, and and that I felt like was the first time being that that moment. So, and a lot of people growing up, they feel that in pony club, you know, your pony club ratings, you know, it's it's all that kind of same testing um, in the same way. So, you know, so that was a, that was a big thing. And I, and, and, Again, doing the instructor certification thing. Mm -hmm. So then, again, still speaking more. So um, some things just kind of, you know, in a way, fall into your lap. And I, um, let's see. So we have our local association, the North Carolina Dressage and Combined Training Association. Right. So somehow it just falls into your hands. And I ended up coming onto the board in 2010. Uh, as the eventing chair. So as part of the being on the board, I got to go to the USDA convention. Um, and you sit in on some of these lectures and things like this. And, and I'm sitting there in this room and they're talking about how they need more officials. And I'm like, I don't qualify for that. You know, right. I don't have enough gray hair. There's no way. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I'm a young girl. I mean, I, you know, every time I went down center line, you know, I just, you know, you know, no offense. I am an official, but I, <laughs> I just always saw someone older there. <laughs> so, right. And I love all my officials. I love you guys so much, but I just assume that. Um, so I went up to my room after that and I looked up online and sure enough, I did qualify. So this is December. Yeah. I literally signed right up. There was a, a, a training session in January in Florida. And you better believe that I, I, I got a seat. I was down there. I went to the sessions that year. There, it was in Florida. It was in Texas. I took my final that October. In less than a year, I had my license. That's fantastic. If there's anything I do, I do <laughs> if there's anything I do, if I, there's something I find that I'm just, I like, I jump, I jump all in. Right. If I, you know, I, 
I went to that first session. I was so intrigued. I was in it. I loved it. This thought of being an official and judging. It was everything I was so passionate about. And it was still part of my world. Just another side of it. Yeah. And that I could still do all of this. You know, I love going to events anyway, but I could still keep going to events, but I could go as an official. I could go as a coach. I could go as a a writer. I mean, oh my gosh. But now going all over the country, I mean, it just, it was just so amazing. Um, So then, I mean, why would it stop there? The minute I got that license was like, okay, what do I got to do to go get my large R? Right. Then after that, I was like, well, what, what do I got to do to go get my S? <laughs> yeah. So then, you know, so here I am now, you know, I mean, it was, I think, was it, I'm quoting years, but I do have my, my S, um, which is the highest license you can have in the country. I got that two years, three years ago. Um, and then I pursued my FEI license. Because why would just the country stop me? Let's go all over the world, right? Right. So, um, so there's FEI, um, there's one, two, and three, and then I just got my level three license uh, last month. So um, that's a really big deal. So there's only, um, I think, in our country, there's only eight um, people that have it. And I'm one of them. That's, so, gosh, that's um, <laughs> I mean, I, it's I, pretty... Unreal. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I guess you could say that you're at the very tip top of your profession now. Oh, but official, yes. Um, you know, but again, it just, I could never have been here without the support of other officials and the people that, you know, kept pushing me, you know, to keep learning and doing more. And, yeah, you know, every your support system. And I think that's in everything you do. You know, because, you know, I think it's a lot of things you never kind of, I mean, we all have like, I guess that self-doubt of like, am I really, am I really good at this or, or not? You know, you do always get better with experience. We have to always know that. But when you keep getting more experience and just more knowledge, you know, knowledge is power, you know, and, you know, it's just, you know, just. And you you start getting that more, you know, self-confidence and everything. And then when other people, you know, help you with that, you know, it just, you just blossom. And obviously we have to take our testing and finals and things that of that nature. Um, But then when it actually comes true and you, you get to go, you know, all over the world now, it, 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 it's, it is mind boggling. I don't think it's actually really set in to be honest. <laughs> um, but it, it is, it is quite amazing. Um, and just the fact that, um, you know, the opportunities are now endless. Um, I know we all understand like with COVID and stuff, it kind of put a stop to uh, going around the world a little bit, or even like, I don't know, out of our house. Um, but <laughs> right. I know that will change and, and get going a little bit again. But this year I was able to go to the UK um, which was just an amazing experience. Uh, one, just to go to another country, but to see, you know, eventing in a different country mm-hmm. and completely a different level. Um, you know, how we here in the States, you know, sometimes we struggle to get 
you know, 15 horses in a division where we run, they ran a thousand, you know, wow. it's, just, it's, yeah, it just, it was unreal. Like the amount and then the quality of horses. Um, and, you know, just, I think it's also just in where they're at. I mean, they didn't even have stabling. Like they just all trailer in um, on their lorries and, you know, it just, it, I, I mean, I could probably write a whole book about that experience. <laughs> um, but you know, it just, it's unreal. It, it just, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot with that. But you know, a lot of this that I've been talking about, I think what's really neat is all the pathways I think that lead you to where you go. And you know, I could have never guessed that each one would have led me to where it is. Um, so always keeping an open mind because you never know what might happen you never know what door might open um you know what you know the, i think a lot of the what ifs like what if i never um got on the 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 board what if i never went to that convention what if i never you know did this what if you know i yeah. mean all the what if um you know another one that I, I i was going to bring up was um you know it goes a little far back but as far as my riding um you know, I was saying how I, I was a working student and meeting, meaning all those, you know, connections. Um, I was there. We, Nancy stood like for uh, breeding stallions. And so I, I love that side of the world also. Um, and we bred horses and stuff. And she, she bred some really special horses. And um, one of them was uh, Firewater, which ended up being uh, one of the horses I took advanced. Um, and, uh, my friend, Bass Spencer, she bought him as a four-year-old and I was there when he was born and got to help get him broke and started. And, and that was with my other working student friends. Nice. And, um, when she, you know, and she, she competed him and everything. And then, you know, we always kept in touch and because of the ICP program, meaning the instructor certification program, mm -hmm. you know, she said to me once she was having, you know, some health issues. And she said, would you like to take the ride over on him? And I just like, my eyes just went crazy. I'm like, absolutely. And this is like 10 years later. And so I went and picked him up and, you know, me and him, like just, you know, after riding, you know, 10 years of not riding him, like, we just connected I rode him three weeks and took him around preliminary. Wow. Um, and, <laughs> you know, and it was just like a dream, you know, um, but because of like Nancy and all those things, like we, it was just a whole circle and, you know, getting to take him advance, you know, like getting to have that opportunity, you know, and um, I, I don't know. It just, I get so humble about having these, again, doors and pathways and getting to take him around advanced. And, um, and I was just so blessed that, that Beth, um, was able to watch us go, you know, around advanced. But unfortunately it was just a few days later. We, um, or a couple of weeks later, actually, that after she watched us go, we, we lost her. Yeah. Um, I lost, yeah, I lost my friend Beth. I still have, I still have the horse. So he's retired with me. Um, you know, cause I'll watch them forever, but sure. that I was able to, you know, have that opportunity that she was able to watch them go. But again, just circles and opportunities. Right. And, and at the time 
to be an official, which I think they've, they always change things every couple of years, what you got to do to be an official. I had to have, you know, certain writing, you know, like you had to go around this many intermediates and this and that, that horse helped me get those marks to be able to, to be at the level I am judging. Right. Right. It's just, it's just amazing circle of how all that happened. You know, I, I just feel like everything was always just somehow put in place. Now I could go back and tell you there were times where I thought the world was ending because it wasn't put in place, <laughs> but sure. everything somehow always works out, you know? So if I'm giving any advice, you know, just always keep pushing, you know, because somehow something or someone is watching because somebody, it, it, it always works out somehow, you know, and if not, just keep working, keep, keep, keep pushing, you know, when you want something enough, it will, it will come together. It will happen. I truly believe that. I agree with you. 100%. Good things happen. Good things happen to good people. It really does. And you know, <laughs> it's funny that the horse world is a large world, but in reality, it's not, it's a very small world. And you like oh, you say, it's super small. <laughs> it all comes back full circle, and you know, you, you. I think you get out of it what you put in it, and paying it forward always pays you back ten times. One hundred percent. You know, um, and speaking of again these small circles, so now you know, being an official, I always, you know, I, I actually as a young girl, I'd be at horse shows, and I. You know, I always had this weird dream that, you know, I I would, like, put on a clean shirt because, you know, maybe I would come across, like, this cute boy at a horse show, right? Right. I mean, right. I mean, you never know. I mean, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm judging, I'm judging at a horse show, and guess what? That's where I met my husband. Oh, my gosh. Was he competing? Yeah. Oh, wow. No, my husband... <laughs> My husband is a course builder and designer, so oh. I met him at Win- <laughs> I met him at Windridge uh, Horse Trials out there in uh, Mooresboro near Tryon. So he was building, and um, this is many many moons ago, but um, uh, that's how we met. And uh, you know, we we met, we exchanged numbers, started talking, and just this past December, we've been married five years. So that is um, so cool. <laughs> so, so I wrote, I wrote an article that you can find love at a horse show. So all you ladies out there, there is hope because it actually did happen to me. So <laughs> that is so cool. What a cool twist to the end. I love that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, now you're going to um, be raising. Yeah, I mean, it was very, it was very safe. I mean, he was just, an innocent little, you know, I, I, you know, a man out in the middle of the field. I mean, you know, yeah. I was like, huh, you know, yeah, <laughs> all, all alone. And he still does that to this day. So, right. Um, the only, the only catch is, is like that we're, we're apart a lot because we both still do exactly what we love. He travels a lot and builds and designs all over the country. And I judge and ride and, you know, we see each other sometimes. 
but that could also be the key to a perfect marriage. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know. <laughs> I think it's a big key in the horse world when your partner <laughs> is involved in some way so he understands. He absolutely does. But you could also see that both ways. So <laughs> Definitely. Definitely so. And, and ladies, he does understand um, the difference between the two bay horses. So that is a big it, help. You know, people always say <laughs> he knows which one. That's you can't cute. just say that. <laughs> um, but uh, but you know, talking about um, you know things again, like just kind of you know in the future here. Um, you know, for me, it's important. You know, like I love you know, like obviously being an official. Um, and, you know, and coaching, training horses, but, you know, giving back to the next up and coming generation, you know, teaching, just passing on any knowledge I can. Um, I, you know, I, anybody that sits down with me, like I, I would definitely share anything I can, um, any, any insight, any helpful thing, um, but anything that you want or you want to pursue, I'm the first to say, how can I help you? Um, and this would go to anybody that you don't even have to know me. Like you could pick up the phone and call me. Like I just, the biggest thing is like, I would love to help anybody, um, you know, pursue any dream that you have. I think, you know, we got one shot at this life and, you know, live it to the fullest. Um, you know, right. you don't need a new year to start. You don't need a new year to start these things. You can start at any time you want. Um, you just, you just start with a small goal, big goal, whatever it is. But, you know, sometimes you just need someone to push you or just, you know, someone in your corner, um, you know, and, and I, I mean, I, I feel blessed that I had people like that for me. Um, and, you know, I just, I, I, I just love to be that for somebody else. So that's awesome. I don't know. <laughs> that's really awesome though for me. With all these yeah. things that you've achieved, <laughs> what's left on your bucket list? You know, you said that to me, and, you know, and for me, I think what I just said was one of them. Um, I would love to have another shot, you know, when I say another shot, to to go to ride at the upper levels again. Um, I think, you know, a lot of things keyed together for me at the time, like when I say like a special horse and stuff, um, you know, but it just, I don't come from a lot of money, you know? Um, so it just, you know, it's just, it just has to be the right timing, the right things, you know? Uh, so just the support, you know, from, you know, just having the right, moments coming together if that happens in the right horse that would be amazing um i do love developing young horses um you know and like i said the next riders the next generation but a lot of the things on the, the bucket list would be to judge the highest level five star olympics my eyes just got real big I saying know. that but that I'm thinking, would be wow. <laughs> I'm thinking wow that that, that, that you you said it. You said bucket list. So, like, that would be that would be the most amazing thing. Um, but that that makes me beam. So, um, yeah. I realized that that could be far off. I definitely want to have all my I, ducks in a row and gain a lot more knowledge before that. But that would be really amazing. So, 
Um, and I know there's more things that are going to be on that list that I probably don't even know of yet. So, and that is actually the coolest part because you can always add a whole lot more Absolutely. Um, to that. It is. You know, because there's things that you don't even know about yet. Like that, like keep changing and sparking you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that, that's, a, that's another cool thing about life. <laughs> You know, I always say to my, my children and my grandchildren, I'm 66 and I still haven't quite decided what I want to be when I grow up. There's, you know, you never exactly. know. You don't ever know what's around the next corner. So, you know, keep your options open and don't be afraid to just go for it. You always have the option to change your stars. Yes, you so, do. You know, <laughs> and, I, and I think people have to realize that. Like, you know, I mean, you don't ever feel like you're stuck. You, yeah. you, you, you can, you can, you can do it, you know? So, um, if you ever wake up and think like you're doing a groundhog day, get out of it. You know, he did at the end, so you can. <laughs> and you know, absolutely so. And no matter where, where you are in life, we all start. So it doesn't make any yep. difference that you're starting with no knowledge. If you don't have any, don't let that hold you back. Just get out there and find Oh, something. absolutely. But be open, gain yeah. it, you know, yeah. whatever it is. And if it's something you need education, you need this, like find it, right? get it, right? you know, I mean, but don't be afraid to ask for it. That's, That's right. All. I you agree. Know? So I think, I think the worst thing is just acting like you know it all because none of us do. Right. So and people can't <laughs> think, help you if you can't it, be helped. <laughs> you know what? That's it. And, and I think, I think that's, that's the biggest part. So just staying open. Um, and we can all, we can all be trained. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. I, that's, I like that a lot. Be <laughs> humble and be open. Yep. You know, and I know that some probably sounded like a country song, but be kind, Yeah, you know, but I, I do believe that. So, um, but, you know, but it, it is, and, you know, it just, there's, there's no room in this world to be mean. So, um, you know, and just treat everyone like you'd want to be treated. Oh, I agree. Hopefully everyone wants to be treated with kindness. I hope, I hope so. Because, uh, you know, and, and I always say like, I, you know, I may not be one of the greatest people in the world, but I hope I'm one of the greatest people you meet. So there you go. There you go. I have enjoyed talking to you so much today. It's been such a pleasure to to listen to you and you've inspired me, you know, in, in wanting to do more and take those chances and put myself out there. And usually, you know, I'm the queen of taking risks, but um, I appreciate that pep talk today. It was a good timing for me personally, as well as our listeners, I'm sure. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. I mean, I feel like now I've got to go do something like pretty epic with my afternoon but I'm yeah. just gonna go teach some lessons but you know heck they probably don't know what they're in for this afternoon <laughs> well that's pretty epic anyway because you never know you know the next Olympic rider might be waiting right outside your door to get the lesson <laughs> you know and that's the thing isn't that pretty amazing yeah because you know they might be absolutely so, yeah so Amanda if people out there listening want to get in touch with you about being um training their horse or taking lessons with you, how's the best way for them to find you? The best way to get a hold of me is 
through my website, millerventing.com, but I'm also very easy to find on social media through Facebook and Instagram. Very good. And uh, you guys, if you're interested. Okay, perfect. (laughs) That's all right. Sounds good. Well, thanks for being on the show, Amanda. And as always, guys, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And we will talk to you again soon. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Our souls wander in similar places. Even though we may not know each other, we touch the same wind, we walk under the same sky, and our hearts wander in the same dreams. We are one, women just like you and me. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.